What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hello, it's Wednesday everybody. or later than that. It could be any it's, day of the it's week. It's one of the days of the week, guys. But I just, We're not sure. But we, we go live on Wednesdays, so... That doesn't mean that's when people listen. That means that's when a lot of people listen. But not everybody. Okay. Are we going to fight? Sure. <laughs> anyway, it's a beautiful day. The sun finally decided to come out for the first time in what literally might be like a month it's it has been the most literally but no it has been a while it's been a long time Mm -hmm. i said quite literally yes quite almost but i think there's about 28 more days until we move to new york back Mm -hmm. to brooklyn if you guys didn't know if i don't know if you didn't hear that's where we're moving and we're moving in february and i'm very excited actually today i was driving home from my workout listening to a podcast and somebody was just talking about like their morning routine and then they were talking about like what they do during the day and I was like I am so excited to be able to like and I'm sure you have a different thought about this but just to be able to have like things to do during the day Mm -hmm. like more of a routine more of a plan of like um whatever it is and then also be able to come home and make my home feel like home and have my space I don't know I'm just really excited so I'm excited for that too I'm excited for that for you I'm excited for that for me for us together I think that's going to be awesome yeah um before we get into the the thick of the episode, just want to say thank you guys. Um, we've actually gotten some really nice DMs recently. Um, you, guys you guys have shared us on your stories. You guys have um, just let us know that you're enjoying episodes. And anytime you guys do that, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, when, when we do this podcast, one way that you guys can always show love and support is, you know, if you share this episode right now, go to the click the share button, text it to somebody, go leave us a review, you know, send us a DM, share it on your Instagram story, um, any of that stuff. It's just so helpful to us. Um, it, it helps us grow. It helps us reach new audience. Um, so anytime you guys can do that, we really, really appreciate that. Yeah, and you can do an Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen. Yeah, so New York, I'm excited for too. One thing that we keep talking about is the big change that Brooklyn is going to bring to our big doll. I think that's like the the biggest and maybe only like real, not concern, just like, you know, thing that I know is going to be very different and an adjust, huge adjustment. And yeah. I'm sure we'll get into a routine and it'll be fine. But we've just been so spoiled with the beach. So I'm a little worried that she's, you know, she was a she was born a city dog. But I'm a, a little dog. worried that she's just forgotten what it's like after living at the beach for so she long. She is pretty much just a farm animal these days. Just like, literally. wild, doing what she does. She runs here, wild. There's nobody around us down here. Yeah. So... We very, it's a very seasonal beach town. Oftentimes, don't put a collar on her. Don't put mm-hmm. a leash on her. We just walk out the front door. She knows how to get to the beach. She listens to us. And no actually, today, earlier today, I took her for a pretty long walk, and I was like, I need to just do this on the leash, just to like try yeah, remind and her. Rem- remind her. And I was, we were at the store. I didn't. I was going to text you to get like some training treats. Because we have to get back into that routine. Yeah, that's true. Getting her. Speaking good on of our dog, who we talk about like our kid, oh, we always update. We're having another dog. <laughs> you guys, I put this on my Instagram story, but I didn't get into detail. This morning, I woke up and I was like, I had some really weird dreams, and then I was driving and remembered that one of my dreams I had, which this is like, I have pregnancy dreams a lot, and I think it's just because it's always in the back of my mind of like, 
us talking about kids and just like whatever. So I have a lot of pregnancy dreams, but they always end up being so weird. Mm-hmm. But most of my pregnancy dreams while I'm pregnant, I'm like really excited and it's like awesome and fun. I'm like, okay, that's a good thing. And this dream, I was pregnant and then all the, you know how like dreams just skip from like scene to scene. Like mm-hmm. I was pregnant and then I was in the hospital and we were like about to have a baby and then I look down at my stomach and it's like I had given birth without giving birth. And when I look down, there's a Great Dane puppy. You gave birth in your dream to a Great Dane <laughs> There's a Great Dane puppy on my lap. And it was a boy. And we were like, oh my God, it's a boy. But we were like, but then all of a sudden it hopped off my lap and started running around. It was so excited. And I was like, oh, weird. Like I wasn't like put off in the dream. I was just your emotions are like very weird in dreams. And yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, cool. Like, we got a great <laughs> Just what I wanted. Puppy. But then yeah. skip to the next scene. You're not there. And we're at home with my family. And we're trying to think of a name. It's an actual baby right now. Nice. And it's a girl. Mm. And we're trying to think of all the names because we didn't pick out a name. But it was like really at that point of the dream it was really fun and exciting, which I, yeah. I don't know. It was just very weird. But then I remembered I was like, I birthed a great Jane. I think I have like pregnancy dreams a lot and a lot of times they end up being like i birthed something that's not a human or like weird things that are just like okay is that like a unlocked fear in my brain or something like it was just so wild but i don't know if that's like you just representing a fear or if it's like representing how much we talk about willow as our baby i think it's that i think it's the fear i think it's also the excitement i think it's like all the unknowns about pregnancy and kids that i think about mm-hmm. that was like kind of coming out in that dream which and is just funny yeah i don't know why but the past couple nights we've both been saying we've had really weird dreams actually just last night for me no it was the night before you said the exact same thing i did yeah i only remember last night having just like i just remember having that dream and then like wake having a bad night's sleep like other dreams that i can't remember yeah but that was just so funny yeah so anyway yeah you were telling me that dream this morning and if anybody here has a Great Dane, or actually I think a Just lot of dogs. people who got a, like a dog from a puppy, like you you get to a stage where the dog is a dog. Willow's now two and a half almost. And we keep saying like how much we miss puppy Willow. And mm-hmm. like, I also think a lot of times where we like, oh, but you know we what? Joke, we're like, oh, we should get another one. We definitely would not get another one right now. But I think maybe that's kind of like what you know what it looked like. What? It was a gray and black one, like the one on uh, Hometown that we saw. On the Hans. show, yeah. It was that we we were watching Hometown on HGTV last night, and there was one girl. She was getting a new house, and she had a Great Dane. That wasn't named... last night, though. It wasn't. No. Oh well, before yeah, whatever. It was before last night. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it was named Hans, and it was the same color as the Great Dane that I birthed in my dream. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> little Hans. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, that's um. I don't know. We talk a lot about Willow being our baby. Well, I think for I think anyone who has a dog with, with no kids can relate to that. Like, yeah, yeah, she is. And she's she a is. baby and she's she like a, a big baby. horse baby. So, yeah. What else other than you said, New York, you're excited for like getting into a routine, being able to go do all these things. I said one of our fears is around Willow and mm-hmm. it's not really a fear. She'll be fine. No, it's not a fear. It's just kind of like an adjustment I know we're going to have to do. What, what's another that. thing that you're like oh this is going to be a hard adjustment well go look at my tiktok i i listed oh, all the things i'm gonna one. hate true okay um the car yeah which goes into the same like realm of things just i think within like we we're gonna keep our car so that's self-explanatory that and also 
dealing with like over stimulation for me because I think I really crave like chaos but when I'm in it it's it is overwhelming and I think there'll be times where I'm like oh my god can we just like get out of here yeah and I don't want to like go into it shaming myself about that because like I know what I'm getting myself into I want to live back there for so many reasons but I also want to be like okay with if that happens and be like yeah this is fine like I don't want actually more importantly I don't want you to be like well you asked for this yeah so no I'm already preparing for our first fight when I get to say that um I get to use that against you yeah (laughs) what I won't use that again. I mean, I might say it in the heat of a fight, but I I won't because mm-hmm. this is this is our decision, mm-hmm. not your decision. Exactly. But yeah, the car will be a pain in the butt. I just think that we haven't figured out, that out at all, and I know and we're I don't gonna, think you can figure no, it out. No, but like until we're gonna go up there. there and move, and then be like, "Okay, we have nowhere to park." Like it's just yeah. gonna be crazy, and we are. Refu- I'm refusing to pay for a parking garage, so we're mm-hmm. just gonna have to like really. Yeah, who knows? Out. We'll figure it out. It'll be another thing that we'll get into a routine or we won't. Like if we're like, hey, we got to keep our car back in Pennsylvania. And anytime we, you know, we will live a life without a car. And anytime we need to go, we'll just have to. And then we just pay for a car and don't use it. I'm not sure, baby. That's the, that's, yeah. But, okay. Yes. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. Say it. We will figure out something. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm not really I worried. Wanna... I just know I don't want it to be a headache. I know how it's, it's going to be your headache. Ex- absolutely. <laughs> and now you're making it my headache now when I'm really good at not worrying okay. about it. So I don't want it to be my headache now and my headache then. Fine. So moving on. What yeah. is something that you're really excited for? Not like a typical thing. I just think being able to um, be around friends and we just have a ton of connections there that are people like yeah i exchange dms with or interact on social media and haven't been able to like you know go see or go and now it'll be like hey i live here what are you doing tuesday night you know when i was in my workout class today i did solid core this morning and i was like oh i would just love to be able to like walk home right now and Mm -hmm. i'm excited for those things like waking up having my routine but also being able to like walk to my first my workout class and then walk home or grab a coffee on the way home like things that i can't do now so i feel like yeah oh did you see the tiktok oh did i i didn't post it well yes i did yeah i don't know it was just like this girl talking about it was like a song talking about how she wanted to live in the suburbs went to the suburbs decided she wanted to change wanted to go to the city didn't like the city you know just basically saying like the grass is always greener no matter what and i feel like just being aware of that for me right now Mm -hmm. is really important because i'm like i love it here i love it there i don't know exactly where i want to be but like i know that there's always pros and cons to everything so yeah the awareness around knowing the grass is always greener is a good thing i think yeah yeah i think we're gonna get there and we're gonna love a lot of it we're gonna hate a lot of it and we need to remind ourselves like we're here for a reason we made the decision to be here there were things that we didn't like about where we live now and yeah if you go into it and always seeking like the next best thing then the grass is always going to be greener when it's not, not really going to be better. seeking the next best thing just like i just have a good understanding of like the things i love about new york and the things i don't like and i think that's yeah. fine yeah. yeah i'm not gonna go into it with like oh i'm gonna be obsessed with it i can't wait it's gonna be like it is gonna be amazing but it's also gonna suck sometimes and like yeah. i'm just aware of that like i know and i trying to prepare myself i feel like for that those feelings yeah 
we'll be excited there. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Before we get into the 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 thick, the of, thick of the episode, what do you guys think when Jules and I just kind of banter and chat up front? We always give these updates. We always I think just some kind people of talk hate about it, some ra- people random love it. things. Um I was actually reading through some of the reviews and on the podcast and one of like the most hateful reviews was about we talk too much I in know. the beginning and they just want us yeah, to get right into but it. But I think I don't know. I think you're never going to get a perfect answer for that one. Yeah. When I listen to podcasts, some of them don't even do that. But some of them, I like that they do that. I want to know yeah. what's going on in their life. Like, if they're a person that, like, I follow on Instagram or something, like, I feel like I want to know what they're doing. I don't want it to go on forever. Yeah. And also, I, if it's not important, I don't want to hear about it. But if it's, yeah. like, new updates, like, I want to hear. I think hear. maybe that's the difference between, like, audience building and community building. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of podcasts that just build an audience... Like they focus strictly on like the the content, the, you know, primary content of an episode. Yeah. Where we are definitely more community focused. We don't have that. We don't have as big of an audience, but we have a bigger community of people who, you know, know and follow and, yeah. you know. And that's like the most important us. part. Yeah. I think there's definitely. So let us know what you think of the banter up front. Yeah. So... Today's episode, mm. we're going to be talking about alcohol. Oh, no. Actually. Can we have a drink while we do it? Okay. So today. Today. We are going to talk about alcohol. Let's talk about alcohol. Let's get into it. I feel like this is a topic that we've been wanting to just talk about for a while because we have, I mean, as I've grown up, we mm. have very different opinions. Actually, I don't, I don't think we have different opinions on it, but I think we have different alcohol lifestyles. And I also think that I, alcohol to me 10 years ago was so different than it is now mm-hmm. and i think that's just life also but i think it's just something that i wanted to hear everybody's opinions on like how do you think about alcohol and like what does it mean to you yeah you know yeah i think when um we came up with this idea for the episode um you know there's a million different ways what we could talk about where we could go with it what our favorite drinks what do we like to drink what's this what's that but i think really we were focusing on like habits and consumption and like and just like your thoughts around alcohol um and yeah i think we can you know candidly say it's something that we talk about a lot Mm -hmm. in our relationship we you know we're doing dry january right now and you can't see it because i just kind of rolled my eyes because we we're doing damp january Mm-hmm. Um, we took a few days when we were with, um, friends and family that we had drinks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, um, wanted everyone's opinion on like what they, what they feel when yeah. alcohol is brought up and there was somebody that messaged me. So I saw this TikTok and it was a girl and I, of course I see every single side of everything on TikTok yeah. and that's like the good and the bad. And this TikTok was this girl talking about how bad alcohol is for you. And her, this was her point of view is alcohol is so bad for you and it's just coming to like the surface now in the age, the day and age that we're in, in life, mm-hmm. in society. And she was listing all the reasons why it's just awful. And then I got this DM when I put out like, what do you guys think about alcohol? I'm just going to read it. 
this person was like i'm not a fan of everything being a trend these days it feels like sobriety is being pushed as the next best trend when it shouldn't be i think it's great to share experiences and reasons why it's not for you but the whole trendiness of no alcohol does not sit well with me um feels like it's minimizing the fact that some people struggle with struggle with sobriety and face challenges of alcohol addiction i don't know so i saw this one i actually didn't respond to her yet i was going to but i was just like it's just so true yeah and this is with everything that you see on the internet so that's why everything that we talk about is like take it with a grain of salt or just opinions it's just our thoughts but when i see it on tiktok you know i see something and i immediately send it to you and i'm like oh my god we need to we need to stop drinking forever and i do partially agree with that but then i know that everything's a trend and i don't like that like i just totally agree with this girl's message like it just feels like sobriety is being pushed as the next best trend and it shouldn't be that yeah and i think I don't know. I feel like when we do some of these episodes or not these, but when we've done episodes where we talk about like finances or health or whatever, we always have to put a disclaimer up front that like we are not experts. We are not like the the go-to scientists who you should be listening to. And that's the same for this episode. Like everything we're talking about in this episode is like our opinion, our experience with it. We're not somebody, we're not people who have studied and researched and understand alcohol and i also think like putting out that and acknowledging that for a lot of people alcohol is a really serious issue Mm -hmm. and we are not on here to like belittle that issue we are not on here really to talk about that issue either yeah i think we are more focused on like social consumption and you know personal but you know people and there are people that are very 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 close to me who have issues with alcohol and that's not what this episode is about and those people this episode is coming from help and should get help but this episode is two people who don't have yeah i didn't even start drinking till i was 20 how could i be an expert on it so coming from two people who um well this is what i was gonna say like when i was i started drinking when i was like 15 so and that was like drinking like didn't know what alcohol was knew my friends all wanted to get drunk knew Mm -hmm. it was cool like i was a kid obviously i was like a baby and i can't even imagine having a child that young drinking now um it wasn't like an it was just socially like a lot of kids do and we just were trying we were testing new things out and i don't regret that at all because i think i got a lot of experiences from being a kid who just wanted to like experiment and explore and whatever yeah um and then yeah that my 16 17 18 through like 21 22 i was like a very big social drinker drink every weekend type of like i think i mean not every weekend but a lot like a normal like i would say normal um and i really really liked it i liked being drunk i had so much fun i can count all the times that i just had a lot of fun with my friends and it was Mm -hmm. great so i don't regret it at all um and then maybe i always like say that when i turned 23 or 22 i was just like not as interested anymore and i feel like i say it's because i started drinking when i was so young i don't know if that has anything to do with it actually maybe um you get older you get hungover, and then it's not fun anymore and that's just what happened to me and i think i've talked about this before with just like alcohol and my anxiety got to a point where 
my hangovers were so bad that they i think a lot of people can relate to this they last like three days like a week no like, truly they last so long that to me it's not worth it anymore at all and i actually can't remember the last time i was really drunk because of that mm. and i no, i know what i've talked about i talked about the like um the guilt around not drinking and how people make you feel bad <laughs> for not going out and not drinking and that is something mm-hmm. that i've been afraid to talk about because I don't like it. And I think yeah. I've been afraid to admit that I actually don't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do like to do is I love wine. I like wine with food. And that's for me what makes most sense in my life. I like a cocktail at dinner every now and then. Like I truly enjoy that. I crave wine. I love it. Um, so I just went from a place of like young partying to wow, this feels really bad to my mm. anxiety being so bad that I was pretty much afraid to be hungover. Like yeah. I really didn't know how I would react anymore if I got hungover. So I just was like, it's not, it's not worth it to me. And that is kind of like where I'm at in my life now with alcohol is like, I really do enjoy like alcohol with food and like, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't know. You can maybe say yeah. if you think it's different for me. No, I, I think that's it. I think, I think you, yeah, it, you know, normal time of the year not dry january like you look forward to the the glass of wine on the couch or two glasses of wine on the couch i think you yeah when we go out to dinner look forward to yeah a cocktail or two and then the very occasional third or fourth yeah <laughs> and and i would say that's usually a like a night out in a new place with people yeah you know it's like a, a almost a much almost to not do. planned it's too. part of the experience yeah of being in a new location, not because of the alcohol. And like an unplanned scenario. Like I'm not going out to get drunk. Sometimes yeah. I'll end up drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, like when we were out for your birthday, like, you know, it was yeah. a couple bottles of wine at dinner and then drunk. shots. Like it was like, okay. And that was, I don't want to say that wasn't planned, but like we were going out, you mm-hmm. know, we were with 15 people and it yeah. was, you know, a yeah. big thing. Um, so... But there's so much for me is like with alcohol, there's so much guilt around not going out and not wanting to kind of goes for sleep too, like not wanting to stay up late, not wanting to get drunk. And I have gotten in fights with people in the last few years, multiple times. And then I'm I'm there left feeling guilty. And it's why don't you want to have fun? Why? And it's so easy to talk about it. Mm. And I think it's so easy for people to understand on the outside. But when you're in the moment, it's like god like i just want to i want to have fun with you like i want to do this like what and it's just like there's no explanation and there's no right scenario for me to be like i just i don't want to i don't want to i'm gonna feel like shit tomorrow they're like yeah yeah whatever who cares like everyone's gonna feel like shit that it's worth it it's like it's not worth it for me (laughs) like it's really not yeah and that's just the difference of like people's reactions i think to alcohol yeah i i can think of like i have a couple buddies that are some of my closest buddies love them to death and I know when I'm going out with them that they're going to end up two to three times more drunk than I am. Mm-hmm. And the end of the night, they're going to be mad at me because I'm not as drunk right. as them. And I'm like, and what is it's, that? It's, it's so annoying. And it's, it's, um, it's annoying. It's what it is in the moment. Who cares? And then we always like joke about it afterwards. And it's not that big of a deal. No, it's, it's like, not. It's just like. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people. I, I used to be and, like that yeah like when i was younger and i enjoyed drinking i was like i just want you to get drunk with me like it's of course it's like you don't want to be drinking alone and you don't yeah. want to feel like you're not at the same level so i get it yeah i do yeah and i think 
we've all been that person, the one saying, let's have another, let's do another, let's, and in the moment, like, it feels so good when, and I don't, I say it feels so good, not even like physically, but like, for me, when I'm out with my buddies and we're having a good time and somebody's like, let's do shots and we take a cheers and do it. It's like, those are some of the moments I feel like closest to my friends. And I think for a lot of people, it's like getting that little, um, release, of like whatever. release yeah. of energy and excitement. And it's also like a little bit risky too, because you're like, Oh, if I have one more, am I going to feel better? Or am I just going to regret it tomorrow? Yeah. Like, you're teetering on that. And a lot of people in their lives don't have that like risk versus reward mm -hmm. lifestyle. Yeah. And I think you and I get that in a lot of other things we do. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that that's always an interesting, like, yeah, when you're out with buddies and there's always one or two that are like trying to egg everybody on. Drinking. Yeah. But yeah. And I, I get mm. it, but it, it just turns into fights a lot. So yeah. But I again, that's like find a way to not turn it into fight because you know it's coming. Yeah. But so you gave a little bit of a background on like your yeah. drinking. Let me just mm -hmm. do mine real quick. So I didn't start drinking until actually like right before my twenty first birthday. What a good boy. Um, I went all through high school. I went. We would have not have been friends in high school. No, we wouldn't have been. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, For so many reasons. We. I went. Yeah. All through high school, through almost two years of college, not drinking. And um, yeah, there were a lot of times, like being a freshman in college, being the only person in my friend group who wasn't drinking. Were you scared? And it was, I don't honestly know what it was. I think for me, it I was my close group of friends, like my neighborhood friends, like some of them started drinking early and I was always like, I feel like I would be around them when they were drunk and I'd be like, guys, you're just annoying. Like, this is not, you are that I don't want to yeah. be this. <laughs> and then, then they, and then I was always worried about like going home too. Like I always respected my parents, respected their opinions. And they were like, they weren't going to let me have a drink at home with them. They would say, not till you're 21, not till you're 21, not till you're 21. So then it was like, okay, if I'm going to, um, respect them and out of that then i'm not gonna drink and i was um when i had my first sip of alcohol i like absolutely remember the moment i was with again some of my best best friends and like i kind of did it secretly and then they saw me and they're like right, is that a beer and it's i was so like yeah funny. and Just they all are like going crazy like so excited and then we went out i was at penn state we went to a frat party like it was just you remember whatever. your first time getting drunk uh no mm -hmm. um, i don't really either but i remember yeah. like my little brother always asking me like what does it feel like what does it feel like and i'm like i don't even like remember that time of being yeah like, i don't know what it feels like yeah. but and then i would say you know through the rest of college was mostly um like yeah social settings going out after college um i maybe didn't really drink for a while um, and then I would say it really changed for me when I started living maybe my last year in North Carolina and then living by myself in, um, 
living by myself in Washington, D.C., where a lot of my like social time was having drinks. So I went from like not drinking for a long time to, you know, partying in college, whatever, and then like slowing back down dramatically and then being like ramped up to a couple nights a week of, and I wouldn't say like getting drunk, hammered, whatever, just like having drinks, socializing. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would say right now for me, that's probably what it is. You're somebody who likes to have, you know, a glass of wine once or twice where I'm somebody who could have a glass of wine or beer or whatever, you know, five or six times a week. Mm -hmm. um, so, and we fight about it. <laughs> and we fight about it. We talk about it. It's yeah. This is this is not a conversation that is too far from home for Julie and I. No, we talk about it a lot. We talk about this a lot. Um, so to, I, I think that like everybody kind of grew up with a different sense of alcohol. Like you were saying, like for you, it was more like you're not doing this till you're 21. For me, my parents never really talked about it that much, although we weren't obviously allowed. Like, we weren't allowed to be drinking, but they kind of just were the type of parents who knew and wanted us to tell them everything, which we did. But I feel like a lot of people have different. I think we're more talking about it like now as we're older and with the going back to what I had read before with it being like such a trend and stuff, I feel like I just want to read some people's like what they have to say about it and maybe we can just obviously talk about it. But yeah, it's just so interesting to hear like what society has to say about alcohol now. And I don't I don't know. So some people are just giving like how they feel like anxiety sucks. I've definitely cut back. It makes me feel low. Usually I woke, I wake up so anxious. I no longer. That was the one person. Somebody said I no longer drink and I feel so good um somebody says i like it i rarely think of alcohol during weekdays so i feel i have a good balance i feel like for me too like i want that like i feel like i need to like deserve it mm -hmm. in a way and i also like it a lot more when i haven't had it in a while yeah somebody said i realized most of the time i really just wanted a fun drink it didn't always need to be alcohol i get that like Almost like out of boredom, just wanting something different. I feel like you're like that. Kind of. Yeah. I'm 25 and so much of what my friends do is based around getting drunk or getting drinks, but I hate it. Just like so interesting. That is a lot of the people like it's everybody. Yeah. Everybody drinks and, and not everybody, but like a lot of people drinking is what revolves. Or the, what? What am I saying? Drinking determines their like social life and their guess, yeah. friend group. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's also something that is like culturally based. Um, one, I'm thinking about earlier well, this past summer when we were at a wedding with a lot of people from England. Mm. And like there, it's like you just you have drinks all day, every day. All the time. And that is their. And you get hammered. And they get hammered. They get pissed. And like, and then they show up here and everybody's like, oh my gosh, you guys are the most fun people. We love you guys. Like, like, and then they start having a drink and everybody's like, yeah, I'll have a drink with you. This mm -hmm. is so much fun. And then we like, then they go back their way. We go back ours. And like, we could never replicate what they do because of our own like mentality around drinking. And I think that is partially where like what you started reading earlier around like the trendiness of mm -hmm. sobriety right now. It's like 
so much of how we think about our own alcohol consumption or you know how we think about each other's alcohol consumption is based on what we hear and read and think based on i don't know whatever media or social media we read or don't well, that's read. what makes it scary and hard for me to understand anything in life like yeah with food with with what i put on my body with like what is and i know you'll say like the stress is worse than like even figuring it out but like a lot of it i want to know i want to know like when i see the tiktoks about alcohol and like the poison about it and how and i don't know like i want to know if that's true or if it's false or if it's just what we hear yeah somebody wrote in one it's poison to your body Mm-hmm. And then they wrote, so much of our lives revolve around, it's crazy when you see it, a crush for so many people, but it could be fun once in a while um, in a blue moon and during the day and go to bed sober. Like, just obviously, like, what this person thinks. Yeah. But the the first part about it, like, it's poison to your body. I'm like, I partially agree, agree mm-hmm. but I get annoyed at, like, the media because I don't know what to believe. And that just really keeps me up at night with every single topic. It's not even about alcohol. It's about so many things. I, like, will listen to a podcast and then I'll immediately text you and be like, we're, we're doing this. Yeah. And I know how you get and it's and it, and I know how it is. I'm aware yeah. that it's just confusing for my brain. Like, I'm honestly just confused on, like, and there's no answer. And it's also, like, depending on your body and your and whatever yeah so like that bothers me because i want to know how bad alcohol is for you actually and i think everybody can agree that if you drink a shit ton all the time then yeah your body's gonna like deteriorate from it but i'm like is the two glasses of wine a week i'm having bad for me like actually like is it the poison i think this is where like you're looking for a binary answer right yes or and everything obviously you're not gonna get that with this You know, there's so many um, there's so many alcoholics who live to be a hundred, right? There are people who have a drink every day of their life and they're okay. They live to be a hundred. There are also so many people who never drink, have one drink, and die young, right? It's like so much of an alcohol is a big topic. It's a super trendy topic right now. Everybody's talking about it, but it's like you're not going to get that answer you're looking for of like, what should I do? And when you say, what should I do? Well, it depends who you ask. Mm -hmm. And this is why like the onus is on you. The onus is on me. Like it's on yourself to decide and determine what what is best for you. And And like, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're somebody who doesn't want to drink, then great. Like don't drink. If you're somebody who wants to drink, then great drink, you know? And I also think the, there's obviously a huge spectrum of like what alcohol consumption looks like. And on the far left is somebody who has never drank, never had a sip of alcohol in their lives. And then on the far right is somebody who started drinking super early and has multiple drinks every day. Right. Like, and there are places in between that, that, you know, are from, in my opinion, are an okay spot to be in. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, this person wrote, can be so flirty and fun uh, and play, playful mood. Mm-hmm. A beer with hub and family, a cocktail to feel creative and classy. Like, and that's the thing that I like about it. I, my whole takeaway, I feel like from this entire episode, because I saw there was a podcast episode. I think it was a Skinny Confidential and they had some, ex- I don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. Somebody talking about alcohol and they were like, I don't know, just bad stuff. Yeah. And 
I think the whole takeaway is like to stop judging everybody, of course, and that would make everybody feel better about their own decisions. And that's like where I want to get to in the next decade, just in general. But yeah, in terms of alcohol, like, yeah, if you're going on a date and you want a drink to have like the social comfort, I guess, like, I feel like that's 100% okay, in my opinion. Yeah. And I also think if you want to go out and you want to have a bunch of drinks, like I don't, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for everybody. I mm-hmm. more so want what's best for me. I don't really know. Yeah, like that's I, what I struggle with. I feel like I've said yeah like a hundred times on this episode. Um, okay. So if you could just edit all of those okay. out, please. Um, no, what I was gonna say is, do you forget? What was I gonna say? Oh dang. Um, what were you just saying? <laughs> this sounds amazing. I was just oh, saying. oh! what I was going to say is so much of, I think, alcohol consumption is knowing how it affects you as an individual. So, and how the impact alcohol has on you and how it affects those around you. So, for example, if you were somebody who's like, yeah, I want to have a couple glasses of wine with dinner and be good. Great. That's fine. If that's what you want to do. But then the next morning, you're like, okay, uh, I'm a little bit, you know, groggy and slow. Mm-hmm. Then then it impacts your work. Yeah. Then it impacts, you know, your exactly. trajectory. It, it, like, exactly. it does. Exactly. To a certain extent, I agree, yes. And, but if you're somebody who who's, has a couple drinks, you take care of yourself, you have water, and you're able to wake up the next morning and be good to go. Yeah, what does that mean? I and think are you that good? is like how does it affect you personally? Yes. Yeah. But then also understanding like, okay, if you're somebody who has a spouse and kids, like what does your alcohol do then? Right? Mm-hmm. Like what do you, what is, and the answer could be nothing. Like my wife and I have more fun and that keeps our relationship young and our kids see that and we love it. Like yeah. that could be an answer there too. Um, And then understanding also what it's doing to your insides. Like, are you getting significantly uh, less healthy? I don't know. Yeah. I think the with the kids too, like, I feel like there's so many opinions around, like, how kids should see alcohol. And I feel like the, the worst part about all of it is that when you're young, you're raised to think that all these things are so bad. And then, mm-hmm. and then you have rebellious kids because they want to do bad things instead of, like, maybe i don't know i've never done it but instead of like maybe somehow incorporating into like oh no it's just something that like adults drink whatever i don't know how to raise your kids that's getting into parenting we don't know that but i'm just talking about alcohol in general just like i everybody looks at it as like a even today even now it's like do you want to get a drink and like of course it's legal and it's appropriate in situations but it's kind of just this thing that's like yeah it's the sentiment all around alcohol and this person said there isn't a cocktail that tastes better than a Capri Sun juice box. <laughs> I've had a Capri Sun in a I long love time. Capri Suns. They're so good. Um, yeah. Um, mixed feelings, unhelpful coping, but it does help my anxiety. Also, wine is like an art. Okay, two things I agree with there. Wine is like an art, and there mm-hmm. is like there is so many jobs and so many people that are like wine. What's it called? Like when you know a lot about wine, and when wine's like your job. Sommelier. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wine tasting and like the art of making a good wine, like that is cool. And that is like a genuine good job, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
also does help my anxiety in I keep saying it's so bad for my anxiety but if I have like a glass of wine like just one I do feel like amazing yeah and and actually in a good way like so last night you and I were sitting on the couch we had dinner and I don't know why I was pretty anxious last night and I kept saying like I want to have a drink because I know how that helps like take the edge off for me and like instead I just sit there and I wasn't into the show so I went and laid on bed and just scrolled my phone which that's probably bad for me too mm-hmm. but it's like in my mind I and I was saying like yeah I want to just have a drink I could make myself and we've got wine I could have a glass of wine and I would be able to sit and relax yeah and I'm also somebody who I think does it's a slippery slope with you. every other like every other thing you're supposed to do when you have anxious thoughts like i work out every day i read i do yeah you know we we're eating healthy right now and it's just like why am i having these thoughts it's like well probably because i had gluten or something (laughs) um so like this is somebody who's just like really knows i mean they said i do not drink alcohol anymore i have experienced that it makes me more sad than happy and that's like just a good like confident decision like you don't like it you don't drink it yeah kind of like end of story like there needs to be no like and i love how they articulated that saying like they understand the impact it's having on them right i'm more sad when i have alcohol so therefore i don't and like i don't want to be more sad therefore i'm not gonna have more alcohol yeah i'm gonna say the u.s has a weird culture with drinking latin countries do it best but our liquor local liquor is 10 out of 10 interesting Mm. i think other countries also yeah like everybody has a different culture around drinking and alcohol yeah do i probably should know like what is the global sentiment around alcohol like how does the u.s rank compared to other countries and drinking habits probably bad this person this person said this is the other side mm-hmm. it's a drug carcin how do you say that word carcinogen carcinogenic okay carcinogenic yeah a lot of people ignore that and it's science Mm-hmm. And like that shit's probably real. Like I don't know, but you see how like faded I get by both sides. Yeah, I really do. Like I don't know if that's a good quality or bad quality, but like somebody can tell me something, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Another one. I always regret it the next day. Also, it's a carcio carcinogen. It's pretty scary. Like I, I think, like on the the surface, like we all know that, right? Like we all know. Like yeah, if I'm trying to be the 100 percent most absolute healthy person then yeah alcohol probably shouldn't be part of your diet Mm -hmm. but also your phone also yeah of course there's other things like there's so many things too that like so then okay then it's like well then i need to worry more about like my like what works for me Mm mm-hmm how how am I going to make decisions that I think I'm good living with? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for a lot of people, that means, well, I'm going to completely cut out alcohol and good for that. Yeah. Somebody else is going to say, well, I'm going to have alcohol as much as I want and not care. Good for them. This person says, love a beverage in a social setting. We do have a rule that we don't drink on weeknights. And I kind of like that. I'm a very much like, uh, obviously like type A, like need standards and need like, rules i guess so like i like that this person also wrote or a different person wanted to try a month with no alcohol and ended up doing six months never felt better i think part of me just kind of wants to like 
maybe see how I would feel going that long without it because I feel like in my head I'm like oh I don't drink a lot but it's like mm. could, is it possible that that one or two glasses of wine that week is a still affecting me like yeah. is that possible I don't know like yeah, absolutely maybe the one glass of wine affects me for a month it mm-hmm. seems unlikely to me but maybe so like when people say like they've never felt better and like it just makes me think of that and like you've considered it too mm-hmm. I definitely think one glass two glasses a week could definitely impact you for a while mm-hmm. some people hate it because they this person wrote phasing it out after seeing my brother battling alcoholism such a dangerous habit to form mm-hmm. like you know everybody has obviously a different upbringing with it and everything but there's so you guys wrote so many things mm-hmm. generally approach drinking wine alcohol like the italians for the enjoyment taste not to get hammered, then people's relationships with alcohol would be a lot healthier. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. A glass of wine is so nice after work. I agree, girl. Yeah. I agree. The The common denominator with a lot of these is anxiety. Mm-hmm. Anxiety, guilt. I don't think you need to feel guilty. No, no, no. You not, definitely can no, no, feel no. like anxiety, yes but guilt, guilt is, is what comes from the anxiety though like have you not ever been hung over where like you can't stop you're guilty about like everything no oh okay that's <laughs> part of anxiety like oh. that's like you're like guilty about like thinking you did like weird things that you're at the party or like thinking like you said you talk too much or like you just have all oh. this guilt about like what you might have done or like gotcha yeah it's not yeah. like i don't think i was just saying you don't need to feel guilty about I don't think it's that necessarily. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, A lot of people on here that I've written, they've been sober. This person wrote, I've been sober for eight years and honestly do not miss it at all. What positive comes from drinking? Question mark. But I do think there are some positives, but I, I think a lot of people that have gone like completely sober do say they like feel amazing, Mm -hmm. which makes me think. Makes you think you want to try it. I don't know. I love wine. No, just do it. Will you do it? No, this isn't about me. We're talking about you. That's what's hard. Yeah. I think it's definitely harder to, depending on your spouse, your friend group, your family, your partner, you're Mm going to get brought into, like, you know, that's your social circle. And whatever the habits of your social circle are, you will get looped into. Last one, this I mean, there's so many, but a lot of them are very similar. This person said, also isolating. Oh, wait. Oh, being pregnant, I realized just how social alcohol is. Only I only missed it during gatherings. Also isolating. Told a waitress I was pregnant slash wanted a mocktail. She laughed and made fun of me. Which is weird because you're yeah, pregnant. But yeah. This one, I don't drink. I get why people use alcohol to unwind, but I think it keeps them from facing issues. So what is the the conclusion here, though? God, what do you based that? on everything we just I don't chatted have a cl- through? We I'm confused. I don't know. I I want to talk to more. I would like to talk to more. I don't know what you call them experts. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that have a lot of different things to say. I think that I have a healthy relationship with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, I don't really drink. And that is because of how I feel. So I feel like for me, I understand like what my body 
needs. And if it's affecting my brain that much, then it's affecting every other part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people drink and don't realize how it's affecting them. And they would never, ever admit that it's alcohol. I think that's a problem. And not mm-hmm. just like an alcoholic problem. I just think that's an issue. Yeah. Um, But I think it's it's person by person. I think if you like it and it's it's serving you, then great. If it's not serving you, then great. Like that's kind of the only really way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's about knowing your own relationship with it and taking the time to like, the, the same way we spend so much time wanting to speak speak to experts and learn from what's like, you know, the best workout routine, the same way, like what's healthiest with our diet when, mm-hmm. you know, when we uh, need help with our car, we speak to an expert mechanic when we need help with whatever, like we always, and I think alcohol for a lot of people is so, as me as like an everyday consumer, I don't really know. But I should be like seeking out more information to like better understand my relationship with it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I feel like that was a long-winded way of saying what I was trying to say. But um, I think also nobody really knows what it is, so it's kind of like. What do you mean? Like no one, like whatever you're drinking, do you? It's like food. Like you're not reading the ingredients. You're not no. like reading how it's made. Like you have no idea. Mm-hmm. And that can go into another political thing that I won't go into, but it's just like, you don't know. So mm-hmm. learn about it if, if, yeah, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I guess my mind goes a lot of different ways with like this episode. And yeah, me too. That's why I'm like confused. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I have a lot of stuff I want to say, but then I'm like thinking about it and I'm like getting stuck and it's, like I don't know. What? I don't have like specifics. I'm just yeah. like, I keep, I think it's also just an ongoing process. I think like, as we've grown up, like I said, alcohol has been in my life in very different ways. My parents never drink. They've never mm-hmm. drank. I mean, they have, but like, they're not drinkers. So I didn't grow up thinking like that. And now I can kind of get why. Cause I think it's just, you get older and you realize that it's just not as fun mm-hmm. um, for your body. But I think that it comes in waves in your life. Like I think, Hopefully it doesn't go the other way for me. Whatever. Yeah. I just, I think a big part about it is not like shaming yourself for the decisions that you make. So like, I'm just kind of picturing myself like with kids and being like, I need a glass of wine and I just think, being like, okay. With I that. think that's the big thing, right? I, I feel like we're going to get DMs or people are going to listen to this episode and people are going to send us. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> people are going to send us documents that are like, you know, proof that alcohol is bad. For you. I, I, it's like, I great. Agree. We agree with that. We yes. know that. But yes. like the the same way driving in cars, right? Like cars are very, very deadly, yet we still get into one every single day, mm-hmm. right? It's like I still need to understand or I maybe I don't need to understand because I know like alcohol, yes, it's bad for me. It's bad for you. It's bad for all of us. But there's part of like our own autonomy and decisions we want to make about how we can integrate it into our life in a way that we want to. and With everything in life. Yeah. That's where, like, that's why this not, it's not, it's not banned like heroin. It's not banned like any drugs that of like that caliber. Well, right. another argument, but sure. 
Yeah. That's a huge argument with food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ingredients, a lot of things that maybe should be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and but it's not like I'm I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, I need somebody to prove to me uh, alcohol is bad for you, right? Like, I guess on the surface level, like I accept that. You know, yeah, I and think kind I think of all of us do what you're saying a little bit, too, is and we've talked about this, like in life, you have to pick and choose. You can't live a completely clean life. You Absolutely. can't live a completely healthy life. You can't live a completely happy life. You can't, you can't live a completely sad life, all of the things. And I think it's it's I think it's about choosing your battles and understanding what things in life are going to make you live your life to the fullest. And for yeah. some people, it's like, hey. I love meat. I want to eat meat all the time and it makes me happy. And some people are like, hey, I don't ever want to eat meat again. Some people don't want to drink because it's bad for them. While some people are like, well, I want to drink because it makes me happy. And in the long run, my happiness is more important. Mm -hmm. Like there's just so many things that you could be like, you have to just pick and choose what makes you happy. And I think that's, I'm speaking to myself because there's so many, there's so much content out there and I'm so overwhelmed by like what to do and what not to do. Mm -hmm. So it's just realizing that like everybody has opinions there's not really like a lot of there's not yeah right and wrong i remember having this conversation with your uncle we weren't talking about alcohol we were talking about something completely different and he said the line like there's a million ways to live a life and i remember that line from him and um his whole point with saying it was like there's a million ways to live a life so you can't jump judge somebody else for how they live theirs mm-hmm. and to me, that's like it it applies to this situation because we feel like when you pick up a drink, when I pick up a drink now, I feel like there are a million people pointing at me being like, uh, uh, like, mm-hmm. don't do that. Do do that. Don't like with, with not just alcohol with it. With yeah. So many with, with anything. Go eat and an that's ice because, cream. Go. And that's like tied to yeah. some of the, you know, the hot topic trendiness of alcohol and sobriety right now that like you pick up a drink and you just like you drink it and you're like, oh, I just know there's millions of people judging me. Mm-hmm. And like, that sucks. And the, I think we're saying is like, understand where it sits within your life and the impact it has on you and, you know, the the things you're trying to do in your surroundings and then be okay with how other people are. Yeah. You know, embracing or not embracing. And it's hard. And as long as they're doing it in a way that isn't, you know, a problem, then cool yeah all right lots of thought i still have a lot of thoughts but i think yeah the main point is just live your life how you want to live your life don't let other people's opinions deter you from doing what you want to do if you're confident in your decisions yeah a million ways to live life by uncle <laughs> and go leave us a review send us a nice dm yeah. make us feel good we haven't had a drink in a while yeah. so we need some um I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Otherwise. That is it for today's episode for this week. I hope you guys, I don't know, I hope you enjoyed. And we will see you guys next week. See you, everybody. Bye.